Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my interview with John McLean. So, so we talked a little bit about silence being a great tool for voice talent. Mm-hmm. But the, the other thing when we're teaching new talent is that there is always a tempo to a script. You're well aware of this. Mm-hmm. And once you find that tempo, if you need to edit, you need to remove breaths, what, however you're editing it, the edit needs to be built so that it follows the tempo. You never want to throw that tempo off. And if you do throw that tempo off, then the read isn't as effective. The other thing that we work on is to not cut the words too tightly because as humans we naturally aspirate at the end of a word yeah and if we edit that word too tightly and that aspiration is cut off the vo begins to sound robotic Mm -hmm. it's it technically it's fine but the way that the human brain works when we listen to that voiceover there's something about it that we don't like yeah and therefore it, we reject it. And it's because those natural aspirations at the ends of the words are gone. Yeah, it's like the uncount, une- what did they call it? Oh my goodness, I can't speak. <laughs> Uncanny valley, right? With the, with the human yeah. face. Mm-hmm. So I guess yes. it's, you yeah, know, exactly. like the CGI doesn't quite work if it's too perfect, you know? It, it, it just makes us feel weird. So I guess it would be the same with audio. Yeah, and, and the thing is, because we, we're not conscious listeners... Mm-hmm. We're not developed to be conscious listeners, but because we're not, all we know is we don't like it. <laughs> yes. People people listen to it. And they're like, yeah, I, I'm just not digging that. But but they can't really tell you why. Yeah. I've been saying this for a while, that if the branding of a company doesn't match what it sounds like, people are going to turn away without even knowing why they turned away. Without question. Yeah. Yep. And they, they uh, like you said, they, they, they're just like, yeah, I just don't like them. I don't know why. I just don't. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, stuff. It's fascinating stuff. It's, it's really fascinating to dive into it and start reading about it. You had mentioned a book that you were uh, you had um, uh, referenced in your course, actually, and I've downloaded it myself. I have not yet read it. I will do that. <laughs> the Sonic but, Boom. Yes. Sonic How sound boom. transforms the way we think, feel and buy. It's yeah. a fascinating book. What, what about it particularly struck you that did they tell you something that you hadn't heard before? He didn't tell me anything that I hadn't heard before, but the author does a great job of explaining it simply and elegantly. Mm -hmm. I I actually have an excerpt that I use in the class up here in front of me if you want me to read it. By all means, sure. He says, the response to sound is central to the human psyche. It's essential to our humanity and day-to-day experiences. It frames every moment of every day. It shapes our moods, our preferences, and our personal and collective histories. And it triggers memories and powerful emotional reactions and connections. And it does so invisibly. Yeah, I love that. Invisibly. It's just there. Yeah. Just like a natural thing that's the closest thing to our emotions. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, and and that leads to something else that I always tell people. And they look at me like I'm the craziest person in the world until they think about it. <laughs> but sound allows you to time travel. Oh, that's interesting. How's that? that? So when you look at a photograph, uh, let's say you look at a photograph of you and your mom and dad when you were a child, Mm -hmm. 
you have a memory. And it, you know, it's, let's say it's a happy memory, right? It's wonderful. Oh, I remember that. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. But if there was something particular on that day, like a song on the radio, and you hear that song for a moment, you're back there. You experience that moment again. Mm -hmm. and, and picture doesn't give you that. The other sense that gives you that is smell. Yes. So I always say smell and, and sound let you time travel, even though it's just for an instant, just for that instant, you're, you're back in that moment. You're like, oh my God. Isn't that why people love particular decades for music? <laughs> I think so, yeah. We, got a, we have a video guy down the hall here, and he, he only listens to We give him crap all the time, but he only listens to music from the 70s and 80s, uh -huh. and only the early 80s, and the 60s, too. He likes the 60s. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, Carrie, there are so many great bands coming out every day. He's like, no, this is the best music. <laughs> It's good memories for him, I guess. You know, that's kind exactly. of... Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly it gets to... Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean about the time travel. That's a, that's a, a really good point. Right? It, it seems crazy on the surface, but then you realize that you've done it. Oh, yeah. Well, just as a statement, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're totally right that it can take you back, even if it's just for that second, and you're right there. Yeah, I, I can actually pinpoint the moment that I became conscious of sound and began to love it. Mm -hmm. I was 10 years old and it was a summer day. Uh, my dad was in the uh, U.S. Marine Corps. So we were stationed in the Washington, D.C. area. And I was out playing with my friends. And my mom called me in for something. And I remember running up the stairs in the house and they were hardwood floors and all the windows were open mm -hmm. and it was beautiful Virginia summer day and you could feel the breeze and and smell summer in the air and the way that my feet echoed off the walls and the sounds of the outside coming into the house. And I, I remember I just stopped on the stairs and I was like, whoa. And I can still hear and feel that to this day. And, and then right after that, my dad got uh, sent overseas for a year without the family and he bought two reel-to-reel -reel tape recorders. And he left one with us and he took one with him and he would send us tapes of him talking to us and we would send tapes back. But I, I used that tape machine after that moment to just like wander around the house recording things oh that's great yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i guess the sound of a house is pretty unique too isn't it architecture has its own sound yeah, yeah the, the sound of a space it's super important we're working on a project for youtube and the client said they really want the sound of the space to be unique oh and i actually went back to my recordings of the interior of the space and I ended up using those because I didn't realize it on that day because again the brain's like keep stay on task mm -hmm. and I'm there to record some footsteps and some other action sounds and whatnot and so I recorded those but I listened to the ambiences that I recorded and there's this banging noise in this giant warehouse and I realize it's the wind knocking something around somewhere and so I put that into the program and played it for the client. And they're like, that's perfect. It sounds eerie and scary. And I'm <laughs> thinking to myself, and it's just the recording of the space. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, speaking of interesting and, and sound design and all of this, do you have a favorite um, project that you've worked on with sound design that, that you want to talk about? A favorite? Oh, man. <laughs> there are probably a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, I 
you know, it's whatever I'm working on at the moment that somebody's giving me free reign to go crazy on is my favorite project. Right now, it's it's this YouTube project. It's mm-hmm. for a uh, it's for a channel. Uh, I don't know if they're airing it, but there's a a channel called Ismahawk, and they're based in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they did a whole bunch of DC fan films. Oh, and blew up pretty big. And then a woman from another network called Smosh, which is huge, contacted them about doing a series of projects for her. And so uh, we're just wrapping the first one. And it's set in the future. And so we got to create all of this really interesting tech sound to go along with the visuals. Mm -hmm. And there's a big fight scene. And there's that crazy warehouse I told you about. And we got to create a music track that's very sort of synth wavy so you know it's super fun just recorded some last little bits of adr last night and i think we'll wrap it up next week and then we'll move on to the next one with them and the next one's going to be fun too because it's an anime project oh okay yeah so so it's just whatever i'm working on at the moment yeah well i don't blame you there's a lot of cool stuff <laughs> yeah and and our shtick over here has always been to do i mean obviously we have to pay the bills mm-hmm. but i consider us very fortunate because we have attracted a repeat clientele via word of mouth only that wants to do creative work and is willing to spend the money to get it done. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that because, you know, there's nothing wrong with standard voiceover and music ad work. But I mean, really, at the end of the day, we'd all rather do something super creative and juicy. Mm-hmm. And and I am happen to be sitting in a position where I'm paid to do that almost every day. Yeah. And to work with sound in unique and interesting ways, which must keep you quite entertained. <laughs> oh, man. Right. It's to, to go from the child in school who's mother or teacher kept telling them to stop banging on things being <laughs> the adult who gets paid to bang on things yeah, <laughs> yeah little did your teacher well. know <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess if uh you have any last thoughts i would love to hear them but i'd also love to tell people how they could find out more about you and about your podcast as well ah vo inertia mm-hmm. yeah so um Three of us here in Las Vegas, Shelly Avellino, Brent Mukai, and myself, do a podcast we call VO Inertia. Mm-hmm. And it's just three experienced voiceover talent and producers sitting around talking about ways to help talent keep their career going mm-hmm. or get their career going. If they're yeah, branded. they're a lot of fun. I really like your conversations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We just, you know... We just set up in the lobby and we have a conversation. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I go record all over it the to place. a little portable recorder. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't think that it has to have some sort of tremendous studio quality sound. It, I think it's more, it, it kind of goes into everything you and I are talking about. I think it's much more effective because it's a conversation mm-hmm. recorded on couches in essentially a living room rather than, you know, a hardcore studio thing where everything's pristine i I think that it's a lower barrier of entry oh yeah it's much more intimate uh, in podcasting definitely yeah exactly uh so anyway that's uh vo inertia we're on um anchor and all the other podcast aggregators itunes uh google podcast all those things and then uh i guess it's now called apple podcast uh yes (laughs) they changed (laughs) yeah uh, and you have a company website, I know. 
Um, I do uh, dogandponystudios.net. Mm-hmm. There's actually dogandponystudios.com is in Toronto, and they're a graphic yeah, design firm. I found that, And actually. they started up about the same time as me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had multiple uh, email conversations with the principal over there, because anytime anybody gets the, uh, the internet suffix wrong and sends an email to me at .com, he forwards me my email. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I guess it would be a pretty different location. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, and then uh, we're Dog and Pony Studios on Facebook, and we are at D as in dog, N as in Nancy, P as in Paul, sound on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a Facebook uh, group as well, right? Or a Facebook page? Facebook page is Dog and Pony Studios. Okay. Great. Well, I will have this all in the show notes, um, but I really appreciate your taking the time to talk with me today, John. This has been really interesting. <laughs> yeah, super fun, Jody. Thank you. Yeah. Tell everybody to, to listen consciously. Sure. Pay attention. You'd be amazed what, what you hear when you sit down and pay attention to sound, even for just five minutes. Well, thanks so much. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.